you were alive for the Reagan administration. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Shh. are we recording? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Hey, Jay, what time is it? Actual time? Yeah. 10.39 p.m. 10.39. That's not too bad. I, I was just... Mm. I'm, okay. Hey, guys. Nice to for hanging out with K1 on podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trist. Bright and early on Saturday morning at 10.39. Um... <laughs> Well, actually, we, we, we usually premiere around 10 a.m., so we're not that far yeah, off. Yeah, we're not that far off, but it's 10.39 at night yeah. still on the Wednesday of the live show. So, uh, long convoluted story short, we're going to talk about dating after you turn 30. Because, I don't know, now look, if you're young and you're like in your 20s still, Hi. or or you're just, you just turned 18 and now you're allowed to watch our show. If you just turned 18, I got some bad news for you. In 12 years, everything sucks when it comes to time. dating. And we're going to talk about it right now. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. You guys are absolutely going to dig this, unless you're between the ages of 18 and... Well, 30... Because say what? Actually, it's going to be after that. No, you know, eighteen to thirty. I have some bad news for you. If you're over thirty, you already know this information, so you might enjoy telling this part of the story. I'm your host, Mr. Dominilla Trista. We're going to talk about dating after you turn thirty. Now, I just turned fifty, and I blew six dicks, and they, one yeah, of them shot did. on me. You saw yeah. the whole thing. My I was birthday there. party you were there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll put that on Patreon too. I Go blew, for it. I blew six dicks for my birthday cake. I think it was a great time. You did. And it actually, it blew right back it, it, One yeah. of them blew right back on me. But hey, if I'm going to blow, one out of six ain't bad from what I understand when it comes to blowjobs. Uh, you made it come real hard from what I saw. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Got all over really my Really good pants, job. Landed right in my lap. Took it right in the, right in the fucking Yeah, you lap. did. Yeah. I was right next to you. I was, yep. Hey, I, you know, I'm glad I didn't take it on the face. As I look around the, or as I look around the studio, uh, to my right, your stage left, overriding Randy Undy Wall Street. When you hit age 30, my neck... My back takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> whole, my, my back hurts right now. I was helping pretty tight up. Me too. Last week I was helping pretty tight up install a new headboard for our bed. And like it just hasn't been the same since. And then you're like, hey, Wall Street, help me lift these huge cinder blocks into the basement. I'm like, fuck. Oh, God. Uh-huh. When you get to be my age, you'll understand. Oh, Jesus. So look around the rest of the Panasia Gallery, that? sitting in our interactive producer chair, even though she's just a guest. But still, she's <laughs> joining us, and she's she's been fuck. She's been sleeping in the basement now for two weeks. Guitar girl, how you doing, dear? Excellent, sir. Outstanding. Running the video board this morning is Chapin. Hi. Ready to go to sleep yet? Oh yeah. Me too. And <laughs> is this your first time running the audio board? It is indeed. Twisted Janie is running. The audio. Twisted Janie's our sound engineer. She's popping her cherry. Hey, She's girl. Popping her hey. Cherry. All right. Good luck. All right. Because we're. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He fucked up. Pretty much. Clearly, she's got this under control. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we're talking about dating under 30 or over 30 because, boy, does it suck. And and someone told me, I, I actually, my sister-in-law told me yesterday at her birthday dinner because she turned 29. Now, she's married now to my 
brother-in-law. Well, she's my back sister. Back Amazing how that works, isn't it? Yeah. It's how it, it's quirky. So um, she said to me, hey, 50 is the new 30. And I went, awesome, because my 30s were still kind of fun. But now I'm looking at the numbers and like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> you know, I've decided as someone who turned 40 last year, old is just 20 years from whatever I am. When I'm 80, old is going to be 100. And that's just how I'm going to live my life. That's and what... that is a great attitude to have in life. And you speak to people who are 100 years old, and that's what they tell you. Yeah. They tell you that the best advice they can give is stop, don't stop living. But yeah. Blink 182. <laughs> it, it's Sorry. The, uh, that's like the second time you've done that tonight. It defines you too close together. Is I'm pretty sure is? they yeah. have grandkids. That's how Got your hands all over the body. No, it, it, no yeah. Blink 182 in, in their, in their uh, song, What's My Age, yes. from the Enema yeah. of the State. Uh, it was it, one of the lyrics. goes something along the lines of, what's my age again? Or, why would you wish that on me? Yeah, you know, why would you like, wish that on me? Why would you wish that on me? Like, I don't want to grow up. Why would you wish that age. on me? Exactly. <laughs> right. I never want to act my age. Because I, I get that a lot. When you want to act your age. Act your age, not your shoe size. Act your age. It's funny we talk about age 30 because I think that's about, maybe it was 32, 33. That's the age that I realized that growing up, you think adults are these magical superheroes who have all their shit together. Yeah. And then you become an adult and you're like, oh my God, my dad is just this guy who was doing the best with what he yeah. had. On, the, on a regular basis, <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I've been faithfully living in my own apartment, paying my own rent for almost six years now, and every day I wonder who the fuck would trust me with paying rent. Yeah. Right, so I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go you one better. Like, I remember being an adult and looking back going, man, my parents, like, they didn't have, they're just flying by the seat of their pants. Like, I, 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 remember, I remember growing up poor as a kid, like, below... Like, I, I was not middle class growing up. I grew up in a trailer park in the southern end of Lancaster County. Like, I, not a wealthy family by any stretch of the imagination. And I look back, I, I, remember see, I remember the first time I saw a picture of my mom with me. Like, I'd just gotten out of the military. I was, like, 21, 22 years old. Saw a picture of my mom. And I saw this picture again the other day. It was my, my oldest, or my youngest sister's fifth birthday in this picture. Now, my youngest sister that I grew up with, I think she's like 35 now, um, 36. And I look at that picture, and I go, wow, now that I'm thinking about it, in that picture with my mom, my sister's almost older than my mom in that picture. But I, but I remember seeing this picture a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, and I was like, holy shit, I'm older than my mom was in that picture. And to me, that was just like a couple days ago. <laughs> but, you know, I look at it now, holy shit. So, yeah, being old I'm not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember being like four years, uh, uh, being like being like in fourth grade, ten years old, and you think that the eighth graders are like big kids. Yes, they are. They're practically adults. They've got their shit together, oh, right. you know, and they're literally just thirteen, fourteen year olds. Like, no, they don't have their shit together. They are right. So, so when you're, when you're talking about, you know, I look at these people and I go, these adults, like they were just winging it. I'll go, you one better. As a dad, I look back and I go. You fuckers don't come with manuals? Yeah. Like, how the hell did it... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You're trusting me to... You're trusting me with a human being. Right? Like, I, I have children. I have I'm still a children myself. To be a father in America, all I have to be is stupid enough to not wear a condom. To quote... <laughs> yeah. I have to take a test to drive a car, yeah. but I can be responsible yeah. for a human being because I came. Yeah. Whole other... Holy shit. To anyway. quote... 
to quote Patton Oswalt, your parents love you and they completely fucked up. They did the best they had with, yeah. with bad information. Yeah. I'm doing the best I had. I'm reading. And I still all, have bad information. I'm reading all the best books, <laughs> and I'm sure when 20 years from now I'll find out they were all wrong. Yeah, they Sorry. Were all wrong too. <laughs> like, there's just, there's no the right way. It's just like relationships. Comes back and gives us the fucking answer. <laughs> it's just like relationships. There is no one right way. Everyone will fuck up their kids. They'll just all do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And all you'll right. fuck up your different kids differently. So Wall Street, we're talking about. Dating. Yeah, so, so you know, you had mentioned you want some more humorous, lighthearted subjects. Yes, I think the fourth night you. of the show, the fourth show should, we're going to call it our Jerry Springer segment. Because <laughs> it's, I got to find, like, really shitty stuff to, to, to post. It's always fun to do that kind of thing. Right, right. So, this video comes from BetterBachelor.com, which if you oh, watch Oh, that's the, right. This is the one we were trying to this watch. Is the, this oh, one is a mess. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put it in the comments below. I can get to Seriously? it. Seriously? I gotta warn you, the women in the room, the Ugh. first half is barely watchable, the second half is unwatchable. So get, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and not um, the fun way. Right, I, so I literally made it like one minute and I was like, I, I'm not I'm watching gonna, this. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I love And I know Bill Burr. Sorry. Don't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I, I like watching Bill Burr, and Bill Burr triggers people sometimes just yeah. because of the way he is. The dude in this video yeah. is like Bill Burr on steroids. Yeah. Big time. So unapologetic, just it's yeah. not broad generalizations. It's generalizations about broads. He Thank get, you, Kevin Smith. So he, the Better Bachelor is basically, for lack of a better term, it's a it's it's a it's a pickup artist site. It's where men go to learn how to pick up women. Which I didn't realize until after I saw the video, but I'm, I saw more of these. I'm like, fuck this. This guy puts off hardcore incel vibes. He's like, here's what you need to do to get a woman in your life, and it's all to your point. What is this guy's name? Uh, the website's it, the YouTube channel's Better Bachelor, but it, it's. To your point, huge generalizations about broads. Now, what he does is critiques a video of a 34-year-old woman who can't find a life partner. And in his defense, yes. she's kind of douchey herself. Yes. She's not the worst person. She's she's better than the guy, but she's still, like, you kind of hate both of them. You just hate her less. It's, she's a I, little I can, whiny. I can <laughs> empathize with her. Yes. Um, and I, I don't want to say I can sympathize with the dude because I, there was a time not too long ago in my life where I felt many of the same things. Yep. I've been educated. I have some friends who I am a work in progress to them. Yes. Thank you, Wall Street. Thank you. Thank you, Penny. And thank you to everybody else who helped out. But that said, I can still I can still sympathize with some of the things he says because let's face it, chicks like this yep. reinforce those opinions. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. And and that's what made me feel bad is that the whole incel community and their set of beliefs they'll point to well here's a woman who believes that and that's he says he kind of cherry-picked it like that's what i feel like he yeah. found, he no, found he a video that supports what he believes and this woman clearly is espousing everything that he hates about women right uh, he even says at the start i'm not going to roast this lady because that would be too easy and then he spends 37 minutes roasting her <laughs> now true story i wanted to do this for two parts uh two reasons one obviously this show is pretty much about anything but monogamy although we have monogamous people in our community i would say they're the minority it, it, I still struggle with it. It, it. I wanted to talk about not just dating per se, but how to find a play partner, whether you're into BDSM um, right. and you're looking for a dom slash sub, whether you're a swinger and you want to find other swingers, if you're polyamorous and you want to find another partner, how do we find that after we hit age 30? The other reason is this guy, well, mostly in the first half, the second half, he just kind of goes all off and the fuck this bitch. <laughs> he does make some <laughs> interesting points that... Yeah, I'm not, saying he's, I'm not saying he's wrong Right. all the time. Blind squirrel finds a nut. Yes, he does make some generalizations that if you kind of peel out his douchiness, you t take a look at it and you're like, eh, that makes sense. That's actually kind of, 
He says the right thing, but he words it wrong. Yeah. He says that he delivers... The, I say feedback is always positive. It can be delivered in a good way or a bad way. He delivers it in a very bad way. Well, but the message is, is good. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> This is the fortunate night. It's always going to be that Jerry Springer show. <laughs> so the traditional relationship escalator states that when we are young, we get into socialization. We go to school. We meet friends. As we get into our teens, we start dating. Early 20s, dating kind of wraps up. We go through secondary education usually. Early 20s is when we start finding a mate. Um, we usually get married in our early to mid-20s. I think the average age of marriage right up here. last saw was 26. Uh, put, put me up. Are we, are we mono-generalizing right, right, this? Right up here. Thank you. We are right, right mono-generalizing this. For okay. the moment, we're going to mono-generalize this. And then right, right over here, I'm going to put a link up to our show on the Escalator Relationship, just so you guys can okay. go Which check it out. Which is our most watched yes, I think It that is, is a one very of our most watched shows. It's a, it's a long show, but it's one of our most right. watched shows. It was a great show. I, I had a lot of fun that night. And we need that person back in the studio. Yeah. I don't know how... We, we get him in here? Well, I need to buy a dog cage from him, so I will <laughs> I'll bring that up. Yeah, hey, buddy, that dog cage, We're just going to keep going back to like whatever show we did last. We're going to keep that conversation going. That's what we're doing all night. I think that is a very important uh, distinction to make because, obviously, when you're poly, you never really stop dating. Exactly. And then we're going to get to that. So we're going to start off in a monocentric framework, and then I'll expand how it relates to other play partners. But So that relationship escalator, your 20s, you start dating. Usually by mid-20s, I think I said the average age that people get married now is 26. I got married at 26, um, although <sighs> most of my friends got married a couple. Yeah, I was a little late. Most of my friends got married within one or two years out of you college. You know what? I, my I got married marriage... at 20. was divorced at 22. I would have married my first wife at 26, but she was just coming off a divorce, and she didn't want to get married, so I didn't yeah. get to get married until I was 33. Stayed married for six years and was like, get me the fuck out of here. I didn't meet pretty tight. Well, I didn't even meet pretty tight up till I was 23. And then we had like a, we dated for like a year before I proposed. And even then we had like an 18 month or a two year engagement. So we really kind of, because I was, the, was told that's what you need to do. You need to stretch it out. Um, and then. Wait, what? <laughs> and that's why I got married so young because I was coming out of a culture where you just, you get married the moment you leave high school, yeah. basically. Um. Actually, no, I'm sorry. 26 is, is the average age of motherhood. My apology. I think average age of, age of marrying, I think, is 23 or 24. I got that backwards. 26 is when you usually start a family. You spend the back half of your 20s having kids, maybe the early part of your 30s. And then maybe by 35, you're done having kids, although usually before 35, you've got it wrapped up. Right. And of course, there are people like my sister who didn't have her first kid till she was 35. I'm rambling, aren't I? You know, how's it feel? Do you like that? Do I, you know what that's like? My show. Okay. Is it, you, <laughs> you sure it's your show? You're the one who's yelling at me about getting out of here on time. Don't make me brat. It's like they're married. <laughs> Swear my mother's eyes. All right. Um, anyway. That's how it's supposed Jeez. to work. So <laughs> what this woman complains of, I don't want to use complain. I mean, what this woman has concerns with in her video, she's 34. She's, Dude, she's complaining. She's complaining. She's very whiny. You, you want to feel bad for her, but you I do? She's bitching don't. about, move on to it. She bitches a lot. She's 34, she's not married, she clearly doesn't have kids, which I'm not a woman, I don't have a uterus, but I've been told, because I've seen this firsthand, if you're in your early 30s and you don't have kids, like, shit gets real, because it, go, go ahead, you can. Not every female wants to have kids. Right. I totally, hey, yeah. I am, but my if spouse you do, and, and you haven't choice, at that point, not you're all running women, out of time. Wall Street, don't generalize. If you do want to have kids, and you're in your early 30s, apparently that's the danger zone. Like, my sister did not even get married until she was Yeah, the chances of birth defects in your children climb exponentially by yeah, your mid-30s. Yeah, she had her first kid when she was 35. 35. 35. I was shocked. My, my best friend just discovered that she's pregnant. And she went for the first, you know, doctor's visit. And she just turned 39 this month, and she's considered high risk. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which I just shocked the hell out of me. She's not forty yet, but All right. yeah. my mother had her last baby at forty-four, and that was considered really, really dangerous. I, I thought anything over thirty-five was high risk. But yeah, my sister has Down syndrome, and she was born. My mother was thirty-seven. Dating. All right, dating. <laughs> so um, the problem arises the way this guy, um, this Joker is the guy's name, which right off the bat tells you maybe we shouldn't listen to what he has to say. And his screen name is Joker, but. This woman has, in his words, missed the bus. Like, if you're 34 and you're not married, like, you don't have a chance. Because to lay out, and he mentions this later in the video, to lay out a proper relationship, there's a timeline. Like, when you meet someone, you should probably date for at least a year before you get engaged. You should probably be engaged for at least a year before you get married. And then you should probably, once you get married, there's got to be at least a year or so before you start having kids. But uh, one of the things... It, <laughs> Who wrote this? With my first marriage, there was a lot of counseling. And one of the counselors brought up a very wonderful relationship arc. He said, relationships end generally at three points. At two and a half years, at five years, or at ten years. At two and a half years, you've shown all the magic tricks. All the magic tricks are out of the bag. You know, it's like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. You see all the really cool stuff. It, at the end of two and a half years, you go, this person's peaked with all the things that they're going to show me. Now, granted, that doesn't mean you can't learn new things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying generally... You've, you've shown that relationship all of the cool things that you can do. You've mapped each other you've out. mapped each other out. You know. Now, if it, during that mapping, there you've left that area where, hey, we can try and discover these things, which is kind of what we encourage everyone to do when you hang out with this show. That's great. But most relationships, they get to that two-and-a-half-year point, and then you make the decision, all right, is this someone I want to keep hanging out with? Like, Is there more fun to be had here, or am I going to get tired of this? So that's the first point. The second point is the five-year mark. The five-year mark is that's when you've discovered all of the bad things. They leave the toothpaste. Like, what are the things that they do that just drive you nuts? At the end of that point, you go, all right, like, th th those are the breaking points. Like, I had no idea that you were doing this. You were hiding this in your yeah. closet. You know, like, that's where the five-year mark is, where you, that's where you discover all the skeletons. The ten-year mark is where you go, am I settling in for this for the long haul? Because... This is where I'm going to make my decision moving, f like, am I doing this for the rest of my life? That's, that, that happens after the 10-year mark. Yeah. So when you're in your teens, you can go through that a bunch of times. You know, you can get the two and a half years, five years, two and a half years, five years, two weeks, five months. You know, however long it takes you to find those original breaking points. You get to that 10-year mark and you go, is this the person I'm going to be hanging out with for a really long time? That's where the, that's where the big relationships snap. See, it's really funny you mention that because um, pretty tied up and I had been together for three, we were together for three years before we got married. And then probably about within the first year of our marriage, between six months and a year that we've been married, we came this close to divorce. Right. Uh, money problems. And to your point, it was exactly that. It was the skeletons started to come out. It yeah. was like, oh my God, I can't believe she does X, Y, Z. Oh my God, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. Like it was rough. Yeah. And you pulled through it. It's funny you say that because then the 10-year mark is roughly when we decided to start trying polyamory. And I think that's when our relationship became better than it ever was. It's cemented. Yeah. It's, it actually got stronger. It was mm -hmm. the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, now, I'm not, saying any, I'm not saying we wouldn't be together if we didn't do that. But I think it's interesting that 10-year mark is kind of like, let's go do other things. And things just have gotten well, when, better. When, see, you got to the two-and-a-half-year mark and you thought all the, all the magic, yeah, was, we like, all the magic was out of the bag at that point. And then when you got to your five-year mark, you figured, all right, well, I'm not going to have any more magic because we've already seen all the magic tricks. Yeah. So now it's all the skeletons. When you guys got to the 10-year mark, 
All of a sudden, there's a whole new magic thing going on. Exactly. And because you guys had that conversation, you had that communication, it keeps going. I would like to go back to the point where you're saying, where you said that this is what you're supposed to do, or this is what, where, who, who wrote this? Who decided that this is the way things are? God. I, I, oh. I don't accept that Says answer. The atheist. I don't accept that answer because yeah. something we something that we are we iterate and reiterate and reiterate on this show is that there is no map, there is no manual. Every relationship is different. You could be in a relationship for six months and know for a certainty you'll spend the rest of your life with this person, and you do. And then there's times where you're like together for six years and you still don't know if you want to marry yeah. this person. You know, there's yeah. you might want kids, you might decide you don't want kids later, and vice versa. So. There is no map. You are allowed to change yeah. your mind at any point. Well, that's Absolutely. why we call it the relationship escalator. But to your point, I think two sources. One, I think society, which is clearly where Joker is coming from, say this is what you're supposed to do. There is some statistical relevance. Yeah. So when I say that people will typically, on average, date for a year or so before they get married. They will be married for two years or so before they have kids. Like that's, if you just look at pure demographics. This but is these what, are statistics that I think have recently started changing a lot in the 2000s. Um, not from As the millennials have been becoming adults, we are marrying later, we're having kids later, or mostly choosing not to have see, kids. See, that's where I'm going to challenge you, because the numbers I saw were as of like 2019, it still said the average age of marrying was like 23 or 24. That's still the average, because we still haven't factored in our generation. No, yeah, our generation millennials, hello, I'm 40 and I'm a fucking millennial. I know yeah. you are, but our generation still York, isn't being, I? but that's what I'm saying, our generation still isn't being factored into it, because we still haven't finished doing these things. No, that's what we, I'm saying. Like, we can't find an average for people our age range because right. people in our age range still haven't finished doing the right. thing. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. To make the average. I'm telling you, last year, the average age of people getting married was 23 or 24. For example, where would I fall into that demographic? I got married, married at 20. I got divorced yeah. at 22. I don't intend on ever getting married again. I don't ever want to have kids. Where do I fall in yeah, that demographic? You, 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 you've been married. You, you got married three years ahead of schedule. That's my point. Like, so what if I got married a second time? Where would I fall in that? I don't know. They didn't record that. You but see my, what I mean? Like I, I people in my age range are not finished doing the thing right. that causes the averages. Well, understood. People in your age range are pretty much at the end of it. As far as marriage, no, it. they are. That's no, what no, I'm, I'm not. This is not an insult. This is not an insult. Okay. People in your your age range, you've pretty much figured out where you're going to go <laughs> so in life. It's not always the case. Guitar girls first stage. She's like, I'm going to get arrested. That's what's going to happen. Hear next. me out on this. Uh, this is not an insult. This is not an ageist thing. This is a thing where people who are in their 50s, 60s have, for the most part, not always there's always outliers, have figured out where they're at in life. They're either, they're staying single for the rest of their life, they found someone to settle down with, they're married, maybe, for the most part. Or they're widows. Or they're about to start over or with that. a new We're relationship. Over. But or for the most single. part, you're Which you're is why we get into the whole set. dating thing, because so I'm 50 and I have to people date at, People in my age range, or we are still figuring out where we're going in life. We still, so, have, we still have a good... 30 years before so, we get to where so you're Jane, at. There are people Jane. in my age group that are still figuring out where they're going so in everyone, life. Okay, everyone is still figuring out where yeah. they're going on in life. That's, so the, that's but the point, But we have Jane. a lot more demographics for you. We have a lot more information this. to create those statistics. All right, let's keep moving. What I'm saying is this. You're saying millennials are getting married and having kids later in life. I'm telling you, 2019, the average age of the person getting married was 23. The that would include millennials. Now, yes. whether or not it's their first so marriage or So what you're saying is that third. the statistics are pulling from, of the people who got married this year, yeah. This is the average age of how yes. old they were. Yes. In 2019, okay. the average person, the average age of someone who got married in 2019 was 23. Okay. The average age of becoming a first-time parent was 26, which really surprised me. Because you're right. I was under the impression, oh, you're getting married back half, having kids early 30s. No. Okay. So and, what I what I want to know and, and, and is part of the reason if you for compare that, the statistics from 2019 to 2000. Yeah, that's does, what does I don't an, know. No. So so here here's the reason why I say that because either. If, if in 2019 the average age is 23, does that mean that millennials are now starting to infiltrate the data at an older age, bringing the age down? 
or bringing the age, bringing the age up, or are they bringing it down? How are we influencing this? Because if in 20, 2000, the average age was 35, then that means that millennials are bringing it down. Yeah, see, if the know. average age was 20 in 2000, that means millennials are bringing it up and we're actually getting married later. Do you see is, what I mean? Right, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with what you're saying. later, they mean 30, and I've, th that really So if me. you have 100 millennials last year that got married at age 30 versus people in 2000 of that same age group that were getting, you know, that same... They were already they, they married. Were all, they were already married. Right. Then our where our numbers are actually bringing it up. I, I I would argue that maybe it's not. Maybe the numbers are the same because we have the higher divorce rate it's, now than we ever did before. So and maybe it's people possible. getting married at twenty and twenty one, getting divorced two years later, and then getting remarried, and then getting remarried. Exactly. Yeah, they're not look. They're not looking like, at like me. I think the, and and look, guys, we're way off topic here because this is supposed to be about dating at thirty. But when we're talking about why people are dating at this age. Yeah. If you're if you're monogamous and you're thinking about getting married, it's probably because you're considering kids. Right. And you know kids are a twenty one year sentence, right. at least, if not. So if if you don't want to be going to your kids' graduation at age sixty, you know, you ruin the second half of your fucking life. And again, knew, with knew, medical advancement, sixty is no longer it used to be sixty was like you were ancient. You were like a centurion. I knew a young lady in junior high, she was fourteen and her parents were both in like their mid fifties. So yeah. yeah. I yeah. know someone right now. She just turned five the other day. Both of her parents are well into their 50s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so as Joker says, you know, there's a timeline of several years. So if this woman's 34 and you've got to lay out a three, four year time frame to have a family, she's not having kids until she's like late 30s, if not 40. And she's kind of who wants to be a parent right. that late. Is Guys, I, I, I'm hoping the live chat is just going nuts on this conversation. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm making sure I'm, I'm, make sure I'm forgetting that we, you know, we're, not, we're not doing this live today. So just, hey, so, make sure if, if we're missing something, if you have a point, make sure you're dropping it in the chat. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bring kink into this in a second. We still so, don't know what we're talking about. The today. problem with the monogamous crowd that this woman states in her video and then Joker kind of reiterates is when you get to a certain age, We've all seen this, and if you if you are above thirty and you haven't seen it, you're fucking lying. Call me out on this, please. Okay, hang on a sec. Do we want to stop right there, or are we gonna wrap this in ten? We cannot wrap this in ten. All right, guys, no. we're gonna we're gonna t get get to a good question so we can have people ponder it, so we can come back. What, what, what were you just you were just getting ready to ask a question? Oh, I was just gonna. Say, well, no, just we'll come back. You yeah. just want to go to back? This guy, all right, no. guys, we're gonna go to break real quick, and then we're gonna come right back. Chapin. Hey, K101 fam, Wall Street here. Hope you're enjoying the great show we got planned out so far. We always strive to give you the best content. But do you want to see where stuff gets real weird? Check out our Patreon page. It's full of exclusive member-only content, including behind-the-scenes photos, interviews with the staff, and my mangina. Becoming a subscriber is a great way to support the show and get to know your content creators on a more personal level. Plus, donations start at as little as $1 per meow. So click the link below to check it out and subscribe. Well, if you'll excuse me, I think I hear Penny opening a can of tuna on the other side of the studio. Hey guys, Mr. Nominella Trist here. I just wanted to make sure that you knew we love doing this show for you. 
So if you have ideas for the show that you wanted to get to us, if you have questions for us, you have comments, you think we got something wrong, there's a bunch of different ways you can tell us. My favorite one is go to nonvanillatrist.com. We have the K101 team. They have their own tab there where you can get to the link to every person on our show right on their Twitter page. You can go right there and find us. It's very, very easy. If you wanted to call into the studio and leave a message, even when we're not live, 717-925-0603. You also have nvtrist at gmail.com. You're just emailing the studio flat out. That's what we're here for. Guys, the show's only good when you interact, so keep doing it because we have a lot of people that are already doing it, and thank you for those of you who do. Just keep, keep the ideas coming because we're going to keep making the show better. Hey guys, you check out that merch link yet? What? You live in the country? You're worried that your mother-in-law is going to find out that you're rocking the K101 kinky gear? You don't want your dad knowing that you have a kinky coffee mug in your cabinet, huh? Or are you one of those guys or girls that just doesn't give a flying fart in the breeze because you live in the city? Well, we have a great way that you can support the K101 podcast. It's called the K101 Official Merchandise. If you check the link below and click on it, it'll take you right to our Streamlabs page where you can get rocking K101 t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get tank tops, there's sports bras, you can get K101 dungeon throw pillows, or you can get, my favorite, the K101 coffee mug. It supports the show and therefore supports the community. Go ahead and click that link below and you'll be helping us all out. Hey guys. You know, we understand not everybody can sit for over an hour in front of YouTube, watch a video of the Non-Vanilla Trist podcast. We, we get it. We understand that. However, if you head on over to our audio partner, friend of the show, all around pretty good dude, scottwillkillyou.com, you'll not just get all of the K101 shows before they're available on any alternative platforms. You'll also find Our Reviews Will Kill You, where K101's very own Puck and Scotty host this irreverent, off-kilter, farcical, yet technically intellectual show that is just all about film and movies. It's a lot of fun. We think you're really going to like it. While you're there, you'll also find comedy video shorts from Legion of Lunacy. You'll find Scott Will Kill You production videos, Blue Iron. There's so much over there. So if you haven't been there, scottwillkillyou.com. There, there's just too much to go with. Scott Will Kill You with content. <laughs> if you've been with us this long and you're hanging out, man, well done. Well done indeed. But now it's going to get fun. So the reason that you find, have trouble finding partners uh, after 30 is that there's, there's this, this um, the natural progression of adulthood. Yeah. Um, pretty tied up, and I, ironically, I think it was date night that kind of, I don't want to say saved us, but it was date night that gave us the outlet that we didn't have because being a childless couple, <laughs> um, we saw this happen to our friends firsthand. See, you didn't see me dancing. I was dancing. You're over there. You you tend to engage with people in social circles who are in similar socioeconomic statuses. And when your socioeconomic status changes, you drift out of that circle. Yeah. So, for instance, 
if you are single, you will hang out with single people. If you are a couple, you will hang out with couples. If you are a couple with small children, you tend attend events with other couples with small children. Right. Generally. Generally. I, right. I, I think a good way to say this is when you're on whatever your life trajectory is, mm -hmm. the farther along that path you go, the smaller that circle of influence right. becomes. Right. So, so what this woman was finding is she's 34, she's single. All of her friends that she went to high school and college with are now married with kids, and she doesn't see them because they're off doing family shit. And she's still at the bar trying to trying to meet guys. Pretty tied up, and I saw this. You know, we have friends that we hung out with in our twenties. We got married, hung out with them after we got married, and then the babies started to come. And it's not that we're like we're never going to talk to you again. It's they got involved in family life. Yeah. And those relationships just kind of drifted. They were going to mommy and me groups, and you're not going to go right, to mommy and, we're and me groups. We're not doing that, or they're yeah. going to PTA they, meetings. They have to be home and put the right. kids in bed yeah. at eight o'clock. Even not the going things out that they are doing with other families, they're going to the park and watching their kids right. together at the park. Exactly. She's not going to show right. up at a random park without a kid so, just yeah. to hang out with her friend. Yeah. So it's not like yeah, you know, it's not like your Kim Cattrall showing up at Sex in the City. So it's not that we actively decided to not hang out with these people. It's just our circles of influence grew apart. Exactly. Um, so, so that's what's happening. This all the all the friends that she had in high school and college are now doing other shit. She hasn't made a new circle. So when I say date night saved us, date night was our new circle because we joined date night when we were thirty three. That was the point where like, oh, right. so and so now has two kids. Fuck, what are we gonna do? We're gonna go learn how to tie tie each other up. Tie each other up. Let's do that. All right, there we go. Cool. So you now guys, we got something to do. <laughs> you guys became <laughs> that new social circle. You're so busy changing fun. diapers. We're tying each other up. Yeah, so. you're busy changing diapers. I'm busy changing ropes. <laughs> exactly. You're busy spanking. I'm also busy spanking. Uh, <laughs> my spanking's more fun. It is. Yes, for all involved. So this woman is obviously freaking out because she's like, I'm 34 and no one goes to the bar with me. And of course, Joker's just picking on her because she's acting like a self-entitled bitch. I don't think she is, but she's acting a little whiny. I'd say I, I, like, I like the way you worded that. She's acting like you didn't call her a self-entitled no. bitch. You said she's her behavior was that. Right. She also says some really negative things about he, he basically slut shames her. He's like, you wear too much makeup. Of course guys don't Ugh. want to sleep with you. Oh, my and, God. I hate this guy. Well, she was wearing... Oh, hun, This video. She was wearing a, a, an outfit where it was like a mesh shirt. And I couldn't tell if it was either just a bra or like a, a tank top. But he's like... Yeah, I, couldn't, gonna... I couldn't even figure that out. That's how, that's how bad this chick was. It yeah. Was, she, was, she was so shitty. I'm going to say it just to piss people off. She was so shitty. I didn't even look at her tits. Well, you couldn't see him anyway. It's not here. I'm going to call you well, out and say that that's see, incorrect. See, Sal took the heater upstairs, yep. but now I have no problem. I'll just hold my hand <laughs> No, I'm going to say that I think you're lying, and you looked at her tits anyway. I, I, tr I tried. You couldn't. I'll tell you. I really it cut did. Off yeah. right here. It cut off right okay, here. And that's why I said I wasn't and, and I'll be honest. She had pretty eyes. So, I was so it had nothing to do with her. It had to do with her. How shitty she was. It had to do with the camera angle. She had way too much makeup on. But we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Whatever. So this is where I said Joker, this guy, while he's acting like a complete douchebag, he does point out a couple of things. Um, if you are over 30 and you're having trouble meeting a play partner, a poly partner, a swing partner, and we'll get to unique struggles that each group has here, they do talk. he does talk about a couple of things that you can do to increase those odds. Go to um, a munch. What? Go to a munch. That's a big one. <laughs> so, That'll get your attention. So the first one... And, I say it more eloquently than he does. He's oh. kind of a dick about it, but this is basically his message. I don't think there's anything eloquent in that dude's video. <laughs> 37 minutes of non-eloquence. You, you didn't even watch the whole thing. Did you watch like the first 10 minutes? I watched like the first 10 minutes of it, and right. I got the gist. All right. <laughs> Self-reflect. So there's a company called Despair Inc. I'm going to plug them. They make demotivational posters. So like, you ever see yeah. Oh, I love oh, yeah, demotivational posters. Right. So one of my favorite ones, It's I think it's called Relationships, and it says, it's a chain that's breaking. It says, the only consistent feature of every one of your failed relationships is you. Right, 
And, and I tell people that tongue-in-cheek, but when you think about it, yeah, right. like every relationship that you've been in that's failed, you're the, con you're, it's you. It's not like, it, it, so what Joker's message is, at some point, you gotta take, like if you keep having a string of bad relationships, and my sister went through this. To a degree, you have to take some responsibility for your side of it, right? My sister Don't had- feed a, you baby bird, hang on a second. My, I'll feed you baby bird. My sister had, had two, two plus year relationships before she met her now husband. Two and a half. Two and a half years. Yeah. Magic's out. That's Later. The, that's the, exactly right. <laughs> Self-reflect. Like, I know. You've got to take a step back and say, what do I bring to the table? And and I'm not saying that you need to change who you are as a person, but you need to say, okay, you, you where need to have own who you are as a person. You have to own it. You're right. And you know, it could be that who you are looking for is not compatible with who you are. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Like, and it is possible that you just genuinely had a string of shitty partners. However, it's very, very, very unlikely that it's consistently just them. You know, I, I like to say how awful life would be if it had turned out the way I wanted it to. Like, oh, God, yeah. Like, you look at 18-year-old yeah. Wall Street. I had these huge plans about what my life was and my ideal partner. Newsflash, the person I thought I would marry is absolutely nothing like any of the partners I've wound up with. And I'm, right. I could not be happier. I, I know not everybody <laughs> in the room is a believer. I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, and I know... God has a great sense of humor because every time I say something, he writes it down. You think so, huh? Right, you good. think so? All right. We'll see All how right. it pans out for you. There, there's a saying in Yiddish, man plans and God laughs. What's that? Man plans and God laughs. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking You accurate. know, things that Joker brings up, are you being too picky? Um, sometimes you've got to... My sister, I love her. <laughs> I, does she still watch the show? I mean, she knows we are, you're on the show now. I, so I, I she, do does she her, watch? I, I've told her I brought her. All right. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. She. This is when I was still in college, so she's a couple years older. She's two and a half years older than me, so she was about 23. I was right. 20 or so, 21. She went on a date with this guy, um, and she came home. How's the date? Great. You gonna see him again? No. Why? Yeah. I didn't like his cologne. What? Yeah, he was wearing Tommy Hilfiger cologne. I can't. But how? Oh, he's a nice guy. Great. Love to spend more time with him. I'm like, but yeah, it's cologne. Like that was her deal breaker. The cologne he wore. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like. But women are not the keepers of sex, right? I just want to make sure we're on the same page. You know what? We're going to do that when you're not here, when you're on the road. So when chairs get thrown, they get thrown at me. I will take that bullet for you. Thank you, brother. <laughs> this is how I know you're one of my best friends. Thank you. <laughs> uh, don't be too picky. The phrase I like to use is, are you speaking truth of yourself? Which is, which is, again, I'm not saying you have to change who you are. Who you could be is a very good person, but who you project isn't always who you are, and who you may be looking for may not be who you really want. We talked about this in the friend zone episode. If there's someone that we're desiring, we often put them on a pedestal mm -hmm. and we Yeah, ideal the, the expectations and the ideas right. of them are a little better. We idealize them. them and it may turn out who they are as a person is just a complete mess. Um, Reevaluate your image. So he, he, this is, I don't want to give this guy a whole lot of credit. He, he <laughs> did make a couple of good points about her dress and her makeup. I, I think this is something women don't underestimate. And, and Janie, if I'm wrong, Guitar Girl, if I'm wrong, I, I'm speaking, this is me speaking truth to myself. I think men get intimidated by women who dress overly sexy and, and put on too much makeup. I, I'll be honest, I'm dating a very beautiful woman. And I can sometimes, I mean, look, I'm the sir, and she's the sub, and she wears the collar. There are times we go out, and I am very proud to have that woman on my arm. Yeah. And then I see somebody that I feel might be a little better looking, who yeah. might be a little more charming, who might be a hell of a lot better built than I am, who's a lot younger, who might have more in common with her. And that's when I go, Ooh, this is now all of a sudden kind of intimidating. Yeah. 
I know where she is. I know what she's. I mean, she's not. She hasn't said boo. You're owning it. Uh, yeah. I, this You're is owning it. All me. Yeah. I know this That's is me. Acceptable. But there, there are times where I go, shit. I put her in this outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I know how she's dressed. I should have thought about this a lot better before we came because out today. Because the opposite <laughs> side of having this arm candy on your arm is that everybody's looking. You're at showing it off. Now that yeah. said, I mean, there's a fucking line around the internet for this woman, so it's not like it's not like that guy's got the shot and nobody else so, does. Because I'll mean, break his fucking leg if he night. walks over here. I'd be like, "Hi, how are? Oh God, my leg!" I'd be like, "Yeah, bitch, get out of here." So pretty, pretty tied up. <laughs> never wears makeup. Naughty Desires never wears makeup. Doll will wear makeup only on special occasions. Like if we're going to the club, she'll she'll put on some makeup, but even then it's like lipstick and eyeshadow and that's it. Right. Mm -hmm. The very first time I met Jinx, I was like, fuck no. Like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm like and, and I don't mean that in a I don't want to be it, it was like scary. overwhelming. Yeah, incredibly overwhelming. Now her and I have become very close. We've talked a lot. It's we chat pretty much every day at this point. She's yeah. a fantastic person. Dare I say I love her? I'm gonna say I'm Dare. Oh, absolutely. I do. It was very hard. For, I had to get around that and learn who she was as yeah. a person. And she's mm -hmm. amazing. When, when, when Envy and I met her, uh, she was a waitress at a restaurant, and she she came out. She she was serving us at our table, and when she walked away, we looked at each other like, "Who is that?" That girl's beautiful. Yeah. And then, so we, we, you know, we asked her, got her number and everything. But then Envy was like, are you, we sure we want to date her? Yeah. And I'm like, why? She goes, the makeup. And I'm like, do you think it's too much? She goes, no, it's fucking on point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that is high maintenance attention to detail. Yeah. Do we have that kind of time? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, I think, because this person might require a lot of energy. Yeah, I think women, and again, this is my, I'm, if I'm wrong, call me out on this. I think women tend to think that a lot of makeup is what men want. And I think there are a lot of men who do want women in a lot of makeup. But, I'm calling you out. Okay, now, let me finish my sentence, then you can call me out. But I think there's a percentage of women, a percentage of men, like me, who less is more. I get really yeah. intimidated by, by super attractive. Okay, go on, please. I'm the ADD child, too, so now you've derailed me. <laughs> <laughs> I think for women, like, I typically don't wear makeup, okay. but this was an opportunity for me to mm -hmm. get out. Same. Gussie up a little. little Same. And, and for me, it, and it's almost more for females to recognize the female effort in another female right. than it is to get you to go, oh. Okay, so let, let me clarify my response. What, I, what, what I, I was not saying was women put on makeup to attract men. That's not what I meant. What I was trying to say was, I think women view more makeup better than less makeup. To a degree. If it's done okay. if, if it's I'm wrong on that, then please tell me. If it's done tastefully. Mm -hmm. um, what I would like to say, though, to go back to what you were saying, is that um, men get intimidated by women who dress sexually or put makeup on and everything. And I will say that has been my experience in a lot of ways. I feel like in a, in a lot of ways, men want to it's kind of like if, if i'm dressed very we've had this show before if i'm dressed very beautifully and a guy's like you look gorgeous tonight and it's like thank you i know you know um i mean Versus i appreciate it like i do appreciate it but sometimes the way men will say it, it's almost like if they don't validate the effort i put into my look then i've i've wasted my effort yeah. and okay. it's not all men are like that and if a man is giving me a genuine compliment like your hair and makeup are on point tonight lovely whatever but i i feel like sometimes men need the validation of women needing their validation so then men get intimidated by women who are 
dress sexually and put makeup on and don't crave it. They're like, what, what do I do? She, she's a strong woman who's aware of her own beauty and everything. And how do I handle that? And I've been told this by, I've been told this by men before and even by other women that sometimes when they first meet me and they see how sexually open I am and how comfortable I am in my skin, they get intimidated by me. And I say, okay, cool. Not my problem. No, like, no reason to be, be, but okay. Yeah, makeup. no reason to be. I am the most loving person you'll ever meet. And, and if you really but, take the time to get to know me, you'll find out just how loving so, I am. So he does say Exactly. Something. And the fact that I am comfortable with my sexuality and I don't need other people to validate who I am, if that's intimidating to you, then congratulations. You work on that. I'll be here being your friend. Yeah. So, so he does say a couple of things that, that are, are interesting. Um, because some men, again, not, not all, some, may view makeup or excessive makeup as a I'm trying to hide who I am as a person. He says, you want to go on a first date with someone, great first date, go swimming. Because if they jump in the pool and you can see what they look like without makeup, that means they're not afraid to show you who they are. If they get in the pool and they're like, oh, I'm going to get my hair wet, I'm going to keep that. That tells you that maybe he there's uses... I, I, think what he was he, I think what he was trying to say, yeah. there's those particular kinds of people, not just women, they're 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 worried that they're showing too much. Yes, yeah. they're, they're they're just showing too much of themselves. Well, he worded it like well, shit. I would yeah, well, I would say it's, it's more like when you go on a date, you want to put your best foot forward. Now that is not to say that you want to present someone who you're not. Yeah, you're but not it's like you're not going to show up to the date looking the way you look like when you roll out of bed in the morning. You're not going to show them the worst side of yourself. Yeah. You're going to start with the best side, right. And then work away your way around. Like I, I am not going to go above and beyond to a degree that I am not willing to keep up. Right. But I'm also not going to show up at my my worst fucking look so in the world. My first wife. Our first date, she took me skiing. <laughs> and it was the first time I ever went skiing. Oh, my goodness. Ever. She took me up around top. And she's like, you're seriously going to go skiing with me? I'm like, yeah, I've never been skiing. I've always wanted to try it. And she goes, I get, I'll get, i get tickets for us. I was like, that's expensive, right? She goes, I get tickets through the station. So I get tickets for for, for if you want to go learn how to ski. I'm like, all right, Um, do I like have to pay for a lesson or anything? She's like, no, just bring clothes, show up. I'm like, all right. She told me later on, she, what that was one of the greatest things that she thought I ever could have done was she took me to go do something that I had never ever done before that I could I exactly I was being vulnerable because I that could have spectacularly failed <laughs> but I was like hey I'm hanging out with a hot chick and I'm gonna go skiing I mean I could look like an absolute shit sandwich coming down that mountain and I did <laughs> but I had a great time and that was the start of a great relationship when 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 was her name when Envy and I started dating again one of the very first dates I took her on Discover scuba. Put her in the water. It was something that I love to do. She said that she'd always wanted to try it, and I went, I'm a dive master. Let's get in the water. Right. Um, third point, reevaluate your message. One thing this woman says in her video that I think is another good point that Joker brings up, when you meet someone new, um, make sure you're sending the signals that make you approachable. She mentioned she's 34 and I don't have kids. And she says in the video, she's like, when I meet a guy, like, I'm really anxious and I want to be like, hey, we should start a family. And Joker's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> any guy who goes on a first date with you and your topic by the end of the first date is let's start a family is going to run the other way. Yep. Unless he's hit his head. Yeah. Desperation is something everyone can smell and it smells terrible. This was my mistake in my early 20s when I was in college. Like, I was so envious of people who are in relationships, I tried to push it. Like, 
I would go on a first date with someone, and before the date was over, I would be like, hey, when are we going to do a second or a third? And I would be like, like I would just, like, I would just shove it down their throat. And they're like, dude, you're coming on way too strong. I would agree with that. I, there was a, there was a girl put, put I hooked up with. I picked, her up, I picked her up in a bar. Well, technically, she picked me up. We went to her place. And she was a, and still is, a gold star lesbian. And she'd never had anything phallic. Yeah, I know all, what the story is. And we we'd been talking about you know we we'd, we'd, we'd been we'd been it's, talking it's about that. Never had a man. Ever. Gold star, yeah. Gold um, star. And Just... we were talking about you know toys and whatever. And apparently, it turns out she doesn't mas- she didn't masturbate, and she only knew that she could have one or- orgasm at a time. She had no idea. I taught her that. So she's never masturbated. She's never had a penis. Is she sure she's a lesbian, or she just hadn't figured it? She'd only ever had sex with women. She's only attracted to women. Right. And I was like, you know, we, we played and I made her come and then I just kept going. She's like, what are you doing? I came. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, let, let's do this again. I don't know if again. you saw the show last week. And by the time we got done, she was shaking, shaking so much. She was like, you could put whatever you want in me. You just keep making me come. You could, you could use any toys. You could use dildos. You could use strap-ons. I don't care. Now, mind you, she lived right next door to the bar. Literally right next door. Next door building. I live less than a quarter of a mile from the bar walk home distance okay so i walk home from her place before i even get home i have a text from her going when can i see you again and i'm like um <laughs> uh, never because <laughs> that's I just a little you strong come all those times you did not return the favor so yeah. I'm not well you. first of all yeah a little bit but um that was part of it but also at the same time it was also like she was just so eager that it was a turnoff like eagerness eagerness is great if you don't overdo it yep. like enthusiasm Versus eagerness. I remember I took a date. I, t- I picked up a young lady in Lancaster. We had chatted online for a month or so. We had one date. We went out to Long's Park. We fed the squirrels. The squirrel literally took a nut from my hand. It was amazing. Oh. By the oh. end of the first date, I dropped off her apartment. I said, where's this relationship going? The first fucking date. You fucking idiot. Yeah, I was a fucking idiot. So <laughs> and I she took the nut from your hand, too. She did. <laughs> and it's funny. I never saw Led her Led you again. around by the dick. I never saw her again. <laughs> no kidding. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cut the break and then we'll. All right, you need to keep the. You know what you need to do? Switch back to studio view. That was me. That was me. No, that was me. I thought it was going to do something else. All right, let's get to the fourth point and then we'll break and we'll wrap it up. All right, and then finally, you mentioned earlier, get yourself fucking out there. One thing that she mentioned is, I'm 34, I want to go to a bar. I'm like, then fucking go to a bar. Like at some point, you've got to stop making excuses. Her argument was, well, I can't socialize because I have no one to socialize with. Like. I went to bars, no, again, I'm a dude, maybe it's different for men, for women, and I think that's something Joker brings up. I would force myself to go out and do stuff by myself, because if nothing else, it was kind of forced socialization. Right. And if you can't, if you want to go to a World's bar, worst introvert. there's other things you can do. I joined a bowling league when I was a senior in college because my therapist was like, you need to do something to meet new people. And I'm like... Okay, I never like bowled in my life, and I wound up bowling for like three or four years. I met some great people through that. Also, take a shot. My current partner told me that he'd been working up the courage to ask me out for a year. Okay, for a year. That's a that's a year longer that we could have had. Like him in the friend zone, didn't you? I did not. Oh, I didn't, oh my I didn't God, even know. The callbacks this night. <laughs> I swear to God, all the callbacks. He never even me. reached out. He never. He didn't even say anything. He would like some of my pictures on Facebook, and that was it. He literally never said a word to me. How was I supposed to know? The moment he said, I'd like to ask don't you out, you I was like, so guy, do it. Ask me out. Don't you know when a guy heart reacts your pictures, that's the new slang for I want to bang you? Well, yeah. then we got a yeah, lot. I don't we have got to a send an eggplant emoji. I can just send the heart. We got a long line then there. Am I supposed to just go through all the hearts and message them and go, want to fuck? Am I supposed to do that? Is that you how it's supposed to work? You know what? For science. 
I told you, you're our, you're, you're our canary in our coal mine. That's how we know. <laughs> canary in the coal mine. Two no, separate no. people. Hey, I got a bird. I, I, that just reminded uh, uh, me why I don't post in the Corral, any, the Corral Facebook group anymore. Because I decided last week, you know, fuck it, I'm going to do the themes again. I did two day themes in a row. And once again, I had two separate people, 70 notifications in a yep. row. They went back through all my posts ever oh posting in the Corral and liked her, every single in one. In Harrisburg, probably we call her the canary because whenever we get a new member in and it's a thirsty person who's like, I just want to fuck. We know because we'll get these notifications. Like Jamie has like seventy. Like they'll go and just like like her pictures from like. A they'll whole search year me back. in the group as you can do in the group. You can search and Jamie will be group. like, "Hey, somebody just liked fifteen of my pictures," yep. and then we're like, "From oh, like back in this, March of fucking twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I just had two separate ones last week, and this is why I don't post <laughs> in groups anymore. And I were dating somebody. I'm gonna go with four years ago, five years ago, and I, I did that. I went through like it was it was one of my very first times on Twitter, and I was we were both kind of really into this girl, and uh, she's like oh yeah just go through you know check out all my pictures I was like all right cool and I jumped through and I'm like oh I like that one like, 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 I like that one. Oh, that one's really hot oh that one's funny <laughs> I just I got through and about an hour later I get this dude stop, stop. <laughs> oh shit I'm so sorry <laughs> You know, you know what we call that? That's called a Facebook rash. I have a couple of them who'll remain nameless, but I'll open Facebook and I'll be like 18 notifications, like so and so. It's the same person liked your picture. It's like, acceptable. Like the, when you first become friends with someone, you you go yeah. through a couple years worth yeah. of their shit. It's what you do. You go through their pictures. You go through their albums. Whatever. I got, I got a Facebook stalky just a little bit. The, when you first meet, you know, you're getting to catch up. You're catching up. Yeah. I'm gonna assume these people have been. They're only on Facebook twice a week. But it's I, like I this is why I don't put. So <laughs> if I were to try your little fucking science experiment. Believe me, there would be a lot of people to message. There'd be like 500 fucking people just from last month, okay? Right. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. We still got to tie this into kink, so we got one more segment out of this. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to get done in 10. I'm sorry. I mean, you two got us derailed. It's your fault. Yeah, sure. I don't have to work all week, all right? I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I do, but it's whatever. These two. I don't have to be at work tomorrow until 2. <laughs> Remember, up. this is just going to be half an hour. We're going to be done here in just a second. <laughs> all right, here we go. And we're back. Poor Chapin. <laughs> Poor Chapin. We All love right. you. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I, I uh -oh. want to throw something in here. Please. I thought this show was more about dating over 30. Yeah. yeah. To your point of get out and go to the bar just because the bar's a place to go. Sorry. Going to going to say no on that there are other things you can do you can that, join a hiking group you can join a darts club you can it, do whatever here, here's, here's, here's my advice on this one and this is what i was going to go to right before we went to break and then he said he wanted to turn in kink but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback on that so fi i'm sorry finish your sentence first because guys interrupt like me i'm an asshole i don't need to do that sorry <laughs> but there are many different ways that you can get out and show yourself and i myself was one of those people i don't fucking care i'm gonna go out and eat dinner by myself at a table it's amazing how many conversations you get into, even yeah. if it's the waitress yeah. having pity on you because, God yeah. forbid, you're out by Or yourself. you eat at the bar, <laughs> okay. and then you end up oh chatting God. with other people at the bar there instead of eating at a right. table. So you're absolutely... I'm oh, sorry, go on. I thought you were done. And, and the other point I wanted to make on the previous discussion was a lot of people in that age group are now looking back and saying, shit, who am I? And these are people just for the first time or second time in their lives taking time by themselves to actually... Stop! They're not in that. Oh, I got a date! I got a date! I got a date! And they're hyper focused I'm, I'm on, on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not on a time schedule here. Yep. Well, even if I, I'd never wanted kids, so I never had that whole oh time bomb. But even so, it took me a long time to understand. Just sit back. You don't have to have someone. Yeah. And until you take that step and actually realize the things that are important to you and who you really are, truly, as you were mentioning earlier, 
you're not going to get to any one quality. And so, in this so, day and so age, if you really want to have kids but you can't find a guy, there are other ways to do it. So, so now I'm going to take both of your points and, that, and I'm going to tie in like what my thoughts on this are real, real quick. Um, you had mentioned you have to look in the mirror. You have to be able to do that self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And you bring up, you need to be able to do these other things and be comfortable with who you are. And that's where I think most of the 20-year-olds and the early 30-year-olds who are struggling fall short. Is because yep. they do that get married in the 20s or they've been in this relationship or bouncing from relationship to relationship in the 20s because they've been on this, on this schedule, on this time crunch when it comes to having the, the long-term relationship. And when you get to 30 or 35 and you're not sure where you are, you feel like you're starting over... You don't know what you're going to offer the next person if you don't know who you are first. So here's my tip for you. Uh, this is right to that, the, right to the girl in this video. If you're looking for that person and it's thirty, you're over thirty and you're struggling with where you're supposed to be in life, figure out who you are first. So that's and if you don't want to go to a bar, don't go to a bar. To Guitar Girl's point, my first wife took me skiing. I'd never been skiing. I love skiing now. I actually started a ski newspaper in the early two thousands that went statewide. Um, I then got into scuba diving. So when I go, that's something I offered my next wife. And I have so many friends that I get to go. I, I take them diving. I'll take them. To, we run a trip to Florida at least once a year. I'm going again next month. By the way, we're going on the road next month. Um, it, it, these are the things where if you know who you are and you're comfortable being and do, being by yourself and doing the things that make you happy – the people who are around that are going to present themselves. You just got to be patient. And I get it. Instant gratification. Everything's got to be right now. Slow your roll, Cochise. It's going to be okay. So I say bring up – I say the bar because in the video she says, I want to go to the bar, but I can't do it because I'll be by myself. And my argument is, yeah, you can fucking go to the bar That's by also yourself. kind of the point. Yeah. If I, you're going to find someone, you're going to go alone. I mean – But you're right. Yeah, you keep there bringing are a many wingman who's, who's cock-blocking you all day, all night. Then, um, you know. I like to say I fell backwards into every successful relationship I've ever had. Yeah. Pretty tied up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naughty Desires, Doll, Same. Penny, Jinx. I did not go looking for any of them. I was just sitting there diddling on my phone. Huh? Boom! And I'm in a relationship. <laughs> just yeah, the like ones that. I just turn, mind my own business and bad. smack. Oh, we're dating now. Okay. Yep. But you're right. It's, it yeah. is... Be fine. who you are. Be comfortable with who you are. And the right people in those circumstances. The people who have... Things that you have in common You'll with them. You're, you're doing activities. Yep. Yep. You're, you're sharing like activities. The ones I found on dating like sites, I ended up having a lot less they in present common themselves. with. All right. So now we're going to finally tie this into kink after 50 minutes of me saying that we're going to tie this into kink. You, after 50 kink. minutes of, yeah, this is going to be a 30-minute show. Yeah. <laughs> 20. Yeah. Well, we told you 20 because you're new. Anyway. <laughs> we knew it was going to be 30. All right. So. <laughs> and now you do too. It's obviously hard enough for the monogamous. Who are not okay, by the way. It's a great. Right. Go, go on Facebook. Are the monogamous okay? It's a hilarious group. It's funny. Are the monogamous okay? Are the monogamous okay? It's basically memes of, like, toxic monogamous behavior. Like, I love my man, but I'm going to murder him. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I have to write that down. Send me that link. Um, are the monogamous okay? So, if you are over 30 and you are kinky, how do you find a partner? Um, so, we'll start with swingers. Um, actually, swingers, is, of the three groups we're going to talk about, swinger, BDSM, and poly, swingers is probably the easiest and I say that because if you look at the problems that um, those over 30 oh, have, it has to do typically with connections of schedules. Um, a, if you're a swinger, you're probably over 30 already. Right. Uh, if you're, we, I think we did a profile, the profile of a swinger show uh, women, 35. it's usually women in their 30s, men in their 40s. Yep. So that's usually about a 10 year age difference. So the average female swinger is about 35, men are about 45. So if you're under 30, you probably shouldn't be swinging. Go home and 
date and just fuck anonymously, you crazy kid. <laughs> hey, Pretty Tied Up and I started at 27. Facts are facts, people. Use our numbers. Pretty Tied Up and I started at 27, and I think we were the youngest people there by about 10 years. It was crazy. Freshman. Anyway. Um, so those people are in your age group anyway, and guess what? Because they're in your age group, they're on similar life trajectories, so they also have kids. They also have other life problems. Yeah. So they, they, they can also teach you ways to manage and bingo. facilitate yes. the logistics of being a parent in the lifestyle. Because swingers tend to have a similar socioeconomic status, status same age group. Uh, we discussed they actually kind of have similar incomes, uh, similar demographic profiles. You're all in that same boat anyway, so just get your ass on a swinger website and you'll match someone up fine. Problem solved. It's really not that hard. Like, if you swinger, can get past the whole swinger. Yeah. Thing. I mean, if you're a vanilla person, then I you... mean, if you can get through that part, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. That's that's the key on this one. I mean, like, if if you're a vanilla person, you just stumbled across our show. Hey, the first two segments, they're all for you. Now we're talking the cake and the swinger and yeah. the poly stuff. And well, if you're a vanilla, put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Stop here. Look at it. No, later. hang out. Yeah. Hang, hang out. out. <laughs> hang out and learn how the healthy people do it. So, yeah. So so finding <laughs> partners over thirty if you're a swinger is not that hard. There's plenty of options out there. It's just to your point. We I may mean, get out there. Um, BDSM can be a little more difficult because mm -hmm. of that difference in demographics and life tracks. Um, I've said this just recently on the other show, and I've said it a thousand times, I am super, super lucky, and i got to be careful not to take it for granted, being a poly submissive, how easy that is. If you are someone who's single and you're into BDSM, not only do you need to find someone you click with, but you've got to make sure your kinks click as yeah. well. I almost wrote a show, and I stopped because I just did it like a year ago. We talked about this about like what you and what you and your partner do uh, when your kinks don't line up. I found a guy on Reddit who said, "I'm a submissive, and my wife is a submissive. What do we do?" And I just wrote, "Welcome to hell, kid." That, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I did. <laughs> don't marry a submissive. Don't marry a submissive. Just two bottoms making it work. Um, <laughs> You then again, I would say standard. You've got to make sure you get out to a munch, but you've really got that whole other hurdle of uh, trying to make sure that your activities kind of jive as well. I'm trying to find my notes. Let, here. let me jump in here real quick. If you are a vanilla who's still sticking around with us, and you haven't been to a munch, go to a munch anyway. Just yeah. try one for the sole purpose of we have plenty of vanilla people that come to our munch. Yeah. That they, they're just open-minded. It's like, hey, it's not for me, but you guys are a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah. So I mean, give it a shot. Just. For shits and giggles. I promise it's not contagious. It's not like, oh, now you're kinky too. That's not how we do it. It's <laughs> just, Damn. I'm just putting it out there. That's not how we do it. Yeah, it's, it's essentially, it's trying to find someone that you click with. So get yourself on FetLife or get yourself into a munch and make sure that you can find that partner that clicks with you primarily from that kink angle because um, sexual satisfaction is just as important as all the other areas of oh, absolutely. romantic satisfaction. Absolutely. So, don't you what you shouldn't do is try to find a partner and then turn them on to kink right. it's much better to find someone who's kinky and then see it's if easier easier i should say it's easier to find someone who's kinky and see if the relationship works but hey if you're <laughs> hanging out in communities that have like-minded people yep the people that you're interested in who you're attracted to more easy to present themselves by the way that whole that whole uh just go to a munch thing i, I you know because it's not contagious I learned that one from going to a gay bar with a friend of mine. Like, there's a, one of my friends is gay. And he's like, hey, I just want, I need a wingman. Like, All right, I'll go with you. Are you sure? Well, being gay isn't contagious, is it? And he went, no. I like, well, then I can go with you. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so, right. It's not like no one's just going to attack me with penises when I walk in the door, right? Goes, just like any, they yeah, might maybe. hit on you. And I was like, you appreciate eh, no means no in Pennsylvania. I, and I mean, <laughs> like, it's kind of a confidence boost. The more you get hit on by the gay guys, yeah. hello. 
Yeah, I was a bartender for years, so I was kind of hitting on people. Like, so I don't understand why people take that kind of thing as an insult. It's like, yeah. you're attracted to men and you're attracted to me. That's great. That That's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So, pretty tied up, and I went down to the Tally Hall in Leinster about yeah. a year ago with her metamor, her, her, metamors, her paramours, the deceased one who passed right. away. Yeah. His sister and his her sister's husband. Right. And we're hanging out at the Tally Ho, and... Um, it's loud and I can't hear anything. And this gentleman's talking to me, and all I hear is, like, I can't even hear what he's saying. So yeah, you I'm can being, see his mouth moving in the music. And I'm going. being polite. Mm-hmm, cool. Look, I'm faking it, paying right. attention, trying to pretend like you're hearing. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we leave, and the next morning she's like, "Hey, so what do you think about so and so coming out as bi?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, he mentioned that he told you last night when you were at the bar that he's like, hey, I just want you to know I'm bisexual and I want you know to make you aware. And today's my coming out party, and I'm like." Oh, that was not the appropriate oh, reaction. Then. Oh, that was not the right response. He just came out to me, and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Although on, on one hand, that's actually a great response, because coming out, while yeah. it's an amazing thing, it also should be completely normalized. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's nonchalant. It's not that big a deal, because, well, I mean, you know, it shouldn't time, be that big a deal. If you want it to be a big deal, your friend should be able to... Yeah. It, it's fun. I'll it's help funny. you celebrate, if that's what you need. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, awesome. I'm proud of you. bisexual flag, which at the time I didn't know that was the bisexual flag. He's like, oh, yeah, I didn't see his t-shirt. That was the bisexual flag. I'm like, oh. I kept going in a shirt like this, and I'm like, yeah, pretty colors. You yeah, tried to do the polite thing and accidentally <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, I'm a bad person. All right. This is worse than the time I smoked the weed. What All else right. we got? All right. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, think it's a long story. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty tied up, had a partner who passed away, and then I smoked his weed. <laughs> Which was meant for her. No, it was meant for her. I didn't know it was, it's a long story. Whatever, we laugh about it now. Um, poly people probably have the most difficult time dating over 30. Um, for, I say it's a double-edged sword. Um, if you're in the poly community, and I, I think Janie will probably vouch for me on this, uh, monogamy does not present a problem. You don't need to worry about pairing up and what i mean by that is like if you're in a poly dating pool you don't have to worry about i need to snatch someone up because guess what right if, if you're polyamorous they could be snatched they could, could be snatched snatch. and that's fine i can go to a poly meet and greet and be like hey it's you're... not like oh i'm sorry i'm married exactly that's not a problem okay or they, and yeah, or if they are married it's not a problem so right. yeah okay i'm married and so is my girlfriend and so is my boyfriend and so yeah, is my exactly. other girlfriend <laughs> the problem comes with size we talk about that yeah as... i get that a lot <laughs> As you get older in the monogamous community, the dating pool shrinks. Um, the running gag on on Hap is that like if you go on OkCupid or Plenty of Fish, like every third picture is someone you already know. Like I don't right. like we're almost like the Amish in the fact that we have to date each other because we interbreed. We have literally run out of partners. Like I, I will... see, I'm on Plenty of Fish, and I don't I don't find that yet. I, now, think, granted, I actually old. can't get on Plenty of Fish because apparently they have a rule now that if you're married they won't let you on because it wouldn't it wouldn't accept my username and password. So Christian. And I think it was I think it was Playful Bite it was like oh yeah if you mention you're married they won't let you in. I'm like oh well they didn't give me an error message they just forced me to keep entering the username and password. Yeah. Um, but like you go on OkCupid like every fourth picture it's like mm, mm-hmm. oh I know them. Mm. Oh, I know them too. Oh, there's Janie. Oh, there's Janie again. <laughs> Janie has like my, seven my profiles other, on okay, here. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> on certain websites, and actually I have done that on a couple of websites, because on certain websites, they force you to pick a preference. Yeah. Now, when it comes to dating women, I prefer women closer to my own age, a little, maybe a little younger than me. And with guys, it's like the exact opposite. 
Like, I start at, like, 30-something for guys. I, like, yeah. stop at 30-something for women. So sometimes I will absolutely have two profiles, one where it shows me the woman I'm interested in and one where it shows me the men I'm interested in. <laughs> so, so the other thing I mentioned about poly people that like the monogamous, yeah, we can wrap it up in three. Like the monogamous crowd, sometimes you've got to reevaluate your standards. Like, don't be too picky. Um, as we get older, obviously, life changes change. Right. Um, uh, you're not single, you don't have as much free time. Any poly person will tell you, like, we are masters of scheduling. Like, we are really good <laughs> at finding. There are... Uh, Google calendars. Yeah, there are 168 hours in any given week, and we know where to put every single one of them. Like, mm -hmm. we're ninjas when it comes to scheduling because we've just got too much shit to do. Yeah, what, 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 you said this to me a long time ago while Envy was still with us, and we talked about it. Love is an infinite resource. Time, time is and not. Time and energy mm -hmm. are not. Let me tell you, having three people in a rela in relationships with each other, their birthdays are all one after the other, plus one of them <laughs> is Valentine's Day, and that was a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> that was a clusterfuck to figure out how to make sure that we all have alone yeah. time with each partner yeah. right. during those birthdays. And, and sometimes you have to make adjustments. Pre-COVID, Dahl told me I can do one day every other week. Was I happy about it? No. But is one day every other week better than no days every other week? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I, <laughs> I never thought I'd be in a relationship with someone with a kid. Like, I, that's not me. And, you know, I started dating Penny, and, she, you know, she has a son, and it's great because I don't have to be a dad. I can be Uncle Wall Street, which is, I'm already Uncle Wall Street to five other kids, which is a great job. You know? Right. Jinx has a kid. Kid loves me. Kid's absolutely adorable. My you don't pick who yeah. you fall in love she's with. She's so you adorable. Don't. Oh, Bug is awesome. You, so there, w there will be issues and there will be yeah. things that you get caught on snags but you do not pick who you fall in love with yeah. you do not pick how old they are you do not pick that's, how many children they have yeah. whether or not they're married yeah you that's how it works my point is though yeah. if you reach a certain age and you want to find partners you've got to be um i don't want to say if to lower your standards but you have to, open you have to be, your, oh yeah you have to, be you have to open, open your, your mind, mind a little bit yeah. open your mind. things that you once said were deal breakers you have to be willing to if at least you're try. very specifically only willing to date people between 25 and 27 who have the specific olive skin tone mm -hmm. and have precisely two children one boy one girl one you're gonna have eye, a problem brown eye. exactly <laughs> you're gonna have some issues with that particular yeah. but I think that's what Joker mentions. it's like unicorn hunting I think that's Spit what Joker, into this box. I think that's what Joker mentions, though. In your 20s, you can do that because the field is wide open. Because so, right. so few people are paired up. As you get older, the field gets narrower. You've got to say, listen, these things that I really didn't want to do, well, let me give it a shot. And if I don't like it, that's fine. The consequence, maybe I may not meet someone. But if I'm willing to bend on it, maybe things won't be as bad. I think right. I came to that conclusion earlier than, than the 30 because I'm, I'm only, only just about 28 in a few days. And or a few days ago yeah, and a few days ago <laughs> a few days ago whatever and i think i've already realized that you know what let it come to me i, I don't look anymore i just let it come to me and yeah. it tends to work out better it, that's, that way that's the best way to do it and so if, i think we're are we good we're wrapping up on this i would one. just say wall street's final thoughts you know two things as we age life becomes more complicated we've got to rebalance priorities things that were important to me at 25 are not important to me at 30 are not important to me at 35 not important to me at 40 yeah and you said it best your vibe attracts your tribe you do you, and the people who like you will find yeah, you. The people who like you for you will present themselves, and then you just have to be honest with yourself and be able to be open and clear about what you want. Communicate constantly, and then you'll eventually find the one that's, that's supposed to be that person. I mentioned this in the friends of Or the several. Or the several, if that's your thing. But that's that's the thing. If you're not open to it at all in the beginning, because, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. This is the box that I... This is, this is how I was raised. This is the box I'm supposed to be in. Then... Then 
yeah, you're it's it's a you're you're limiting yourself. I, I allow yourself to grow wherever yeah. whatever direction it takes you, and allow yourself to be you. If if it's something you've never tried before, at least try it yeah. before you say no to it. I mentioned this in the friend zone episode. We think opportunity knocks every couple times in a lifetime. Opportunity knocks every fucking day. The problem more than once a day. Right. The problem is we don't listen to it. You have to listen for it, and you have to open the door when you hear it. Yep. That simple. Are we good, guys? I hope. You learned something from this one, and this really got a lot longer than it was supposed to be. When it gets longer, it always gets better. Yeah, it does get it does get longer. Uh, it, it does get better when it bigger. gets longer. That's what she said. That's, <laughs> it got bigger. Much. Yeah. Anyway, um, guys, what did we miss? Are, are you someone who's in a poly relationship? Are you someone who's in a kink relationship? Are you someone who's over thirty and you're still new? Are are you are you still figuring all this out? Or is it hard for you, or is it really really easy? Share your thoughts, whether it's a, your good experiences, your bad experiences, in the comments below. Hey, the worst that happens is you're helping other people figure out what might be working for them. Um, for Wall Street, for Penny, for Guitar Girls first. What? what? I'm sorry. Wow, I did just call you Penny. Sorry. Yeah, it's my fault. I was talking ja about Penny. Yeah, you were talking about Penny. So, for Wall Street, for Janie, <laughs> Twisted Janie, for Guitar Girl on her first full night with us, and for Chapin, I'm your host, Mr. Dominic Trist. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us this morning. Um, I know it's Saturday morning. Shows shouldn't go an hour, but hey, it was a good one if you ask me. Uh, love you guys. See you Wednesday for the live show. Chapin. Kick us out. smell it now a word from our sponsors they're for men use it anyway adult supervision recommended 
You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Just do it! I will do whatever it is that you want. They don't even pay me to be here. Oh, I'm very wet. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yeah, pull them pants in. Boobies!